Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Guys, welcome to Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. I'm the New York Daily News NFL columnist and Giants beat writer. We have a special guest today, Darius Slayton, the Giants wide receiver. So we're going to get right to that after a couple of messages. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs bet online is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs basketball mlb nhl hockey right to ufc and boxing bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info including live betting options and your favorite casino and car games you can play right from your home head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action be sure to use a promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit Bet online where the game starts as you hear the planes flying overhead to Newark here at Quest Diagnostics Training Facility at OTA practice number five. And another message quickly. Hola, amigos. This is Pat Leonard from the New York Daily News. If you're a coffee lover like me, you're going to love Estate 98. This ultra concentrated coffee from El Salvador, which dates back to 1798, is the most convenient premium cafe I've ever had. Takes me three seconds to make an iced coffee, which is perfect for my busy podcasting schedule and talking ball. And I can take it with me on the go and make it anywhere. With its rich smell and notes of milk chocolate and tangerine, this Essencia de Cafe has replaced my old coffee runs. Go to Estate98Coffee on Instagram, order and enjoy. Salud. And now, our interview one-on-one with Darius Slayton, Giants wide receiver, leading receiver in receiving yards for the Giants in three of the last four years. Hope you enjoy. All right, welcome to Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. We are here with Darius Slayton, Giants wide receiver, right after OTA practice number five. Caught a touchdown pass from Daniel Jones. Darius, thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate you having me. All right, trivia question. Do you know how many years you've led the Giants in receiving in your career? Receiving yards. Three out of four. I feel like you don't get enough credit for that. Curious, first of all, right off the bat, how do you stay even keel? You've had some lows. You've had some highs. You were drafted lower than than you would expect. How have you stayed consistent and produced the way you have through your NFL career so far anyway? Uh, I think just kind of keeping the same, I try my best to keep the same mindset I had, you know, when I was nine, you know, and I just love playing football. I wanted to be an NFL football player and here I am. You know, a lot of people don't get a chance to see out their dreams. So, you know, even though it might not always go your way, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you're doing something that you love, you know, all you can do is work hard, control what you control, and um, you know, if it's meant for you, it'll be there. So you're a humble guy, but you and I had some fun conversations at the end of last season when Daniel was starting to put it all together. Yeah. And you said to me, when he puts this all together, we're going to talk in the spring and I'm going to tell all the haters. I'm going to tell everybody what's really going on with Daniel Jones. So you have the floor. What do you have to say about Daniel Jones, who he is and what he's gotten done? Um, you know, I think that if you, if you, look at all the uh, people who rank out there, NFL, magazines, whoever, bloggers, whatever. And, you know, you look at players and they rank certain guys based off of certain things and all these different measurements. And, you know, probably our first three years, you know, I think people underestimate how much turnover affects the players. You know, like we've had, we've been in one, most people that have been in multiple franchises and had multiple coaches have been in different franchises. We've been here. For four years, we had three head coaches, four OCs. That's four different people with a mic in his helmet. Four voices, 
all four voices have different philosophies, different ideas. And as players, you have to adapt to each coach's personality. Some coaches are more aggressive. Some are more conservative, which ultimately affects the way that we play on a subconscious level. You know, so I think that his success that he had this past year just shows or has proven that he is capable. He's a winning quarterback. He's a quarterback that can be a franchise guy. And all we needed was somebody to come in and allow him to be him. So through all those changes, what did you see behind the scenes and in practice where you were that confident? Because even people who believed in Daniel on the outside refused to go all in, right? Yeah. They said, I see some good things. Yeah. So why were you guys all in, even if the results all always weren't there? Um, I would think, I would say mostly because me being here as a rookie with him, like yeah. kind of both of our rookie years, like we both did well. The team didn't do well. We didn't win. But the offense as a whole that first year was explosive. We put up points. We scored points. Right. We just, our defense was not good back then. So we, like, we played the Jets here. We lost like 28 to 35. You know, through for however many yards. Remember that game, yeah. You know, we went down to Detroit and we put up like 20 plus or something, 28 or something like that. And we lost that game. Like, it, you know, so I think that just showed that it, it was in there, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, obviously the past two years, again, we weren't winning our rookie year either. So, you know, we had three years of not winning. And then our past two years, our offense has been a little down. The defense has been up. But, um, you know, I think now we're starting to even those two things out. And, you know, hopefully going into this year, you know, you have a high-level defense and a high-level offense leads to winning football games. You had, as you said, 740 yards to lead the team in eight touchdowns in 2019. So you yeah. did show it right off the bat. Last question about Daniel. I had heard that he is organizing this offseason a lot away yeah. from this facility because you guys, sure fans know, but you can only spend so much time here. Yeah. You're only allowed to. Um, I know the Arizona trip happened. I know he's taking you guys to Rutgers, some other fields in New Jersey. Is Has he even upped that extra work that he typically does? And how much is going on that people aren't seeing right now? Uh, I mean, <laughs> if it was up to him, honestly, we probably would throw sun up to sundown every day. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, come sunset, you have to remind him, like, buddy, you're not running. You know, so, uh, but uh, nah, man. I mean, I think he does. He's He's a grinder. You know, I think naturally he just grinds, whether it's in the weight room, it's on the field, like he's always willing to work. And, you know, for me, I just try to match that energy as much as I can, you know, because at the end of the day, all that's going to do is help us be better as a team. No, for sure. Um, there's a rookie here, receiver Jalen Hyatt, drafted in the third round. Actually, similar similar to you yeah. in your final year in college, had a monster game yeah. that kind of opened people's eyes. Yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, you you came in here and earned your spot, regardless of where you were drafted. What do you see from Jalen that shows that he can kind of put aside where he was drafted and capitalize and kind of carry over the production he had in the SEC to where he is now? Um, I mean, I think the first, I mean, kind of similar to myself, I think the first thing you see is speed. You know, it's evident he can run. You know, the first few days out here, you know, first time you see him get deeper, like, the guy's roll. You know, so. Um, but Speed guy complimenting speed is. Precisely, you know, but, but, you know, I definitely, there's, you know, there's growth with every rookie. There's no rookie that comes in and there's not areas of growth, you know. Mm -hmm. And they were so explosive in Tennessee this past year, like, unbelievably so that, uh, you know, there's going to be some reality check to a degree. Like in the NFL, you can't just run by people all the time, you know, like <laughs> guys are smarter. They don't just give you all the space. The 
the defensive linemen get back there quicker, you know, but um, I would definitely say he's a talented guy. You can see the talent, you know, the ability is definitely there, but just like with any rookie, man, there's going to be some growing pains and, and some adjustments to game. Two other new guys, veterans I wanted to ask you about, Darren Waller and Paris Campbell. Yeah. What impressions have they made right away coming in and, and doing some of the extra work I know that you guys are doing off the Yeah, too. so uh, Darren is kind of like, <laughs> I kind of, tell people i'm like you know he's like if he's like what it looks like you know somebody like ask you like what does it look like to be an nfl tight end like if you know you'd say darren waller is what it looks like like six six you know if we're building a madden tight end you build darren waller you know can catch can run can do it all big body you know so he just looks different um, yeah he just looks yeah exactly he just looks like it like if you said you took somebody from yugoslavia and they were like, what does the NFL tight end look like, Darius? I'd be like, that guy right there. <laughs> you right. know? And so, uh, you know, he's been a great addition, and you know, I'm looking forward to playing with him. And, you know, Paris has been a good addition as well. You know, uh, had a small grudge on him. You know, he ran the fastest of the combine out of receivers in our group. So, wow. Yeah. So you were 439. I was 439, yeah. He's 431, I want to say. Mm. But, um, you know, he's been a good addition to us. You know, he's got a lot of speed, but he's, he's, he's a sneaky, like a – like a solid, like a almost kind of like Debo Samuel, like a similar build. Like, you know, Paris is like a good 205, two, you know, he's put together, hmm. you know, so. Um, Can go inside. For sure. You know, I think that that's maybe something that people might not notice as much that I think he'll show this year. Like what he does with the ball in his hands is impressive too. Interesting. Debo Samuel, that's a, that's high praise too to compare a guy to that. Yeah. I noticed um, – it hasn't happened every play. I noticed early in the first OTA we were allowed in, there was one or two plays you were in the slot. Mm-hmm. And I, one thing I thought was interesting last year watching this offense was Dable seemed to really have the slot receivers in the slot, the outside receivers on the outside. Yeah. Is there a, Are you guys adding more kind of flexibility and versatility? Are you kind of stacking things in Kafka and Dable's offense now that you have a foundation? Or am I seeing something that's not there? For sure. I think that now that we, you know, last year we're learning. You know, it's like we just got to get lined up and everybody do the right thing, <laughs> you know, so uh, complicated. Offense. Exactly. You know, yeah. so this year, you know, obviously with all of us coming back and being familiar, it allows for people to be able to move around. And you add somebody like Darren Waller who can play anywhere, you know, he might be outside or he might be in the slot or he might, you know, so that might move, you know, somebody that would only be somewhere to a new place, you know, for just whatever play specific reasons. But, um, you know, all of those things are just going to help us, you know, keep the defense off balance. What kind of taste did last year leave? There was so much positive, and you guys did way more than anybody expected. Yeah. But the way it ends still seems to leave a sour taste, you know, of how that final game fared. Mm-hmm. But we're a few months away. You're able to process. So how do you view it? How did you view 2022? I mean, obviously, if you don't win the Super Bowl, then, you know, to some degree, like your season didn't go as you wanted it to go. You know, mm-hmm. your goal is to win. So, Take that, Eagles. Uh, exactly. You know? <laughs> so um, definitely, you know, disappointment there. And then obviously, like, them, it just so happened that we lost to a division rival. You know, we also, more importantly, lost them three times last year. You know, it just can't happen. You know, you got to be able to beat the people in your division. So <clears throat> I think more so that than anything. But at the end of the day, like you said, you know, we started 7-2. and two, We finished 9-7. and seven. We made the playoffs for the first time, my time being here. You know, so – Things definitely trended upwards, but obviously we've got a long way to go to get to where we need to go. I know we're far away, but given how the division went last year, do you like that you guys are opening against the Cowboys Sunday night football? Like you kind of have a chance to right away 
kind of conquer something that's been a problem for you, you guys in recent years? Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 always going to be the Giants and Cowboys is always going to be a game you want to win. You know, your rivals, but obviously, you know, it being Sunday night football, starting the season off that way, obviously, you know, it'd be a great great to win. But then again, it's great to win in Week Ten, just like it is in you know Week One. You know, if we win or lose, it's not going to be the yeah. make or break of the season. But obviously, we want to start our season one and zero. A few more, and I know you got to get out of here and do some more here. Um, Saquon's absence, obviously, the elephant in the room. Um, how are the players processing that, viewing that, you know, you come out here on the field and there's a lot of great players out here, but 26 yeah. isn't on, on the grass. So how do you guys think about it? Talk about it. Uh, honestly, it really doesn't come up much because everybody kind of understands, that, you know, business is business. You know, we play, you know, they kind of handle it upstairs. Saquon will handle that on his end and, you know, we'll welcome him with open arms whenever he returns. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. Dable said today they look at everything, you know, so they'll do their research there. Would that be a great player to have here? Or you think you guys have a uh, pretty stacked receiver room already? I mean, I'd say we're pretty dang good, but I'd say he's pretty dang good, you know. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's like, you know, it's kind of those deals where it's like, you know, the more the merrier type of deal. If they bring him here, welcome him with open arms as well. But, um, you know, ultimately that'll be his decision and the front office decision. Heat or Nuggets? I want the Heat to win, but I think the Nuggets will win. I'm with you. Probably Nuggets in five or six, but I want Jimmy Buckets to do it. Yeah, I want Jimmy to get it, but it's Jokic is a man. So you finished second in the good guy voting last year to Julian Love, who did this podcast last year. You have a good start this year. Doing the pod, you finish second. He's out. and Should be a walk-in. I will say this, Sterling Shepard, who won in 2018, is now eligible again to win the award. So you do have to contend with Shep. I mean, I don't think it should be close, but we'll see. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Sure. Really appreciate it. No problem. That'll do it here for Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. Please rate, review, subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and anywhere you get your podcast, Apple and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.